What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here with my homie, the other half, Austin. Austin, buddy, how are you? Doing good. Busy day? Not overtly. Kind of a bit of a more, little bit of more laid back. Mine was consistent. Like, not, I wouldn't say busy. It was just consistent. Like, my whole fucking, my schedule has been weird. Now that we're off the busy schedule, we're taking on more shit. Right. So, like, it's not like, I wouldn't call it busy. It's just now it's consistent. It's like different shit. And I'm like, that's uh, only Monday and gonna have a fucking, I don't have anything like big coming up. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to work on me, man, like reading and doing shit. Cause you ever notice we work so hard as like a generation, not even a generation as a people. We work so fucking hard. And we never dedicate any of our time to ourselves. Like, ever. Right. I mean, yeah, we get, like, weekends, maybe, but then those are spent, you know, talking to, like, relatives and going to parties or whatever it is you do with your time, but you never actually spend time on yourself. And I don't know what that is. It could be anything. For me, it's always been writing and reading and stuff like that. Well... You know, ever since I got older, like the rest of the world, I don't have a attention span anymore like I used to. It's like, it's bad. You know, I used to be able to read a full book. Now it it takes me like almost hours to read a couple pages because my attention span's so fucked and I'm so tired all the time and just, I'm out, you know? It's like, damn it. But I want to do those things too. That sounds so fun. Or I love to, you know, write, but I can't even get like a page or two of that done without given up so you know i've been trying to like dedicate more time to myself because i was watching this documentary and it was about uh somebody i'd like to talk about actually um brett the hitman Hart, famous wwe legend but he was saying that he didn't just get where he was at because it was that easy because you know he was that good at it it was hard work he was like you know i for years and years and years since i was a little kid this is what i wanted to do and this is what i made myself do and he was Basically saying, if you don't, don't take the time out to do the things that you love to do, then you'll never actually do it for a living. And which is right. very true. You hear, you hear that from a lot of celebrities, but it's kind of true because they all came from somewhere. Like fucking, do you think Stephen King ever would have been the author that he is if he would have accepted the word no like a hundred times from everybody? You know that was like we're not publishing your shit. Or the guy that invented Starbucks or you know opened a Starbucks. Do you think he would have been where he's at if he would have just said, I give up to being told no like thousands of times for bank opportunities or loans, loan opportunities? You you get what I mean? Like these people got to where they're at because they didn't give up and they like pushed themselves. But I'm that person that like I make excuses all the time. And sometimes they're genuine, though, you know, when you have like kids and when you have a job and that's your living that's all you have. So like you have a legitimate excuse, but still there's plenty of time that could be made. Like that time you spend laying in bed, watching a movie before you have to go to bed, that could be used for either sleep so you can get up early to do something, or it could be used for the time you would for what you love doing, things like that. Or, you know, your free time when you go home from work, shit like that. But I'm working on trying to do shit for myself because I just haven't been doing it. And like I said, when I try, I'm not so successful. It's something that I really got to force myself to do. 
man, who'd have thought though that it's like who'd have thought that it would be hard to do what you want to do? Isn't that like the weirdest feeling ever? Like, don't you kind of feel guilty when you have free time and you're just chilling and you're like, you know, just doing your own thing? You're like, man, I should be cleaning or I should be mowing the lawn or, you know, I should be You feel guilty in a sense. It makes you feel like you're just like wasting a bunch of time. Right. Like, I I love playing my Xbox, man. Don't get me wrong. I really do. I'm just hardly ever on it because I feel super guilty. Like, on weekends, I dedicate weekends to trying to get the house cleaned up and shit like that. But if I don't, and I sit there and I say, oh, I'll do it later, and I start playing the Xbox, yes, I'm happy, and it's a good stress reliever, and, like, I'm actually I'm more focused on that. I kind of feel like there's a voice in the back of my head that's like, yo, you should be doing something. So then I, like, guilt myself out of having fun. That's why, like, I don't really buy new video games and shit, because... I know I'll dedicate too much time to it, and then I feel guilty as fuck. But there's nothing wrong with that. I don't like the stigma that it's bad to play video games for so long. Like, do I think that they're unhealthy? To a certain extent, yes, but they can actually be good because, I mean, look at these fucking streamers that make money doing live streams. Right. These these guys are making a living, so it's not really all that bad. Like, should you get up and go throw a ball or something or walk? I mean, yeah, absolutely, but... I don't like the stigma behind that, but anyway, you know, like, I guilt myself into fucking not having fun and shit, and then I don't do what I want to do, and you do this thing where, like, at least I do, you know, I'll be at work, and I always call it out of sight, out of mind. It's where you get comfortable, and you get lost in your job, and you're like, fuck. You start getting kind of depressed. You're like, why am I not doing what I want to do? Well, it's because a lot of the times people put themselves there, and they get lazy. Joe Rogan says this a lot on his podcast. I was listening to that shit and he talks about it all the time the only reason i have a hard time listening to celebrities though is because they're rich but again that's also a stigma too that's kind of not it's not fair you know what i'm saying that's like an assumption it's like well yeah they're rich but they're telling you the shit because this is what it took for them and still takes for them because these dudes aren't going to be rich forever they bought mansions and you know they got to work too so if there's anyone that's good to listen to about following your dreams it's someone that did it yeah my thing um my thing with all of that is a bunch of celebrities who's like multi-million dollar celebrities yeah get on um they get on and like oh i'm complaining because my life is so hard this thing that's happening is so horrible and then someone goes well, you oh, you are like you're a multimillionaire, so maybe stop complaining so much. And they go, money doesn't buy happiness. <laughs> I mean, it can. My, I, I well, my, when I tell people when they say that, I was like, money don't buy happiness, but it sure makes being sad easy. Well, the thing is, is we've talked about this a lot too. Materialism, like. Be materialistic is not healthy. I'm one of those people, bro. I like to spend money on shit that I either don't need or will not end up using because it makes me happy for a brief second. I'm a big believer that the the key to happiness is being happy with yourself, being happy with what's around you and knowing that it's not going to be there forever. So you can live in the moment. But the thing is, is that that's hard when you're like, God, I want a fucking yacht. 
I want what the Paul brothers have. I want Logan Paul's Charizard so I can rub my nuts on it and give it back to him. Like, I want... (laughs) My boss talks about these dudes all the time because he fucking hates them. I'll be at work and he's, like, just talking about how much he hates them and shit. And I'm like, oh, dude, they have a fucking... One of them, I think it was Logan Paul at WrestleMania, he had a gold diamond bedazzled fucking, like, chain link necklace or whatever you want to call it. Like a, It looked like a chain link, yeah, like a lock or whatever. And in the lock was the hologram uh, Charizard, like a rare, rare card that he spent millions on. And when I was describing it, my boss was like, yeah, I'm going to take that Charizard and rub my nuts all over it. And I just started laughing because he hates them so much. And he's like, dude, I know that I'll get murdered if I ever try to fight them. <laughs> I'm still going to square up with him. He's like, I can't stand him. But uh, anyway, you want those things. Yeah, but being materialistic is not healthy. But money helps, dude. It really does because, yeah, it doesn't buy happiness, but doesn't it make you feel more, like, mentally stable? If that makes sense. Like, you're not tripping so much about bills. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh. I could be sad because I don't have any friends because I'm a horrible person, but at least I'm not constantly worried about being able to uh, be homeless because I can't pay rent this month. Yeah, that's the fucking problem, man. Like, I went to church one time and they were talking about what do you want out of life, and the you know the pastor's going around. I like how I said I went to church once, <laughs> but the fucking the pastor's going around asking people what do you want out of life, and I was like, he gets to me and I'm like, uh. Uh, like not necessarily fame, but I want to be like financially comfortable. And he's like, well, here's the problem with that, dude. You can have money or you can have happiness. Which one? Cause you can't have both. And I was like, okay, no dickhead. That's not what I said. Like, you're, you're kind of making it wrong. That's not fair. You're twisting it up. You can be happy with or without money. That doesn't make any sense. And he was like, but you got to understand that if you dedicate yourself to money and that's what it takes to make you happy, You'll never be happy. It's like Bob Marley once said, money is just a never-ending number. And if that's what it takes to make you happy, you will never be happy. And I'm like, well, hold on now, because I would like to go to the movies and not worry about spending $70 on food and drinks. Like, you're dumb as fuck if you do that, in my opinion. Right. But if you have the money and it doesn't hurt you to do it, why not, right? And that's kind of cool, because I don't know about you, bro. But I'm not the type of rich person where if I would, well, I'm not rich at all. But if I was rich, I don't need a yacht and all that. All I want is a nice big mansion, like a big home that's fully paid off. All I ever have to worry about is property taxes. And that's it. I'll buy more of the shit that I have. I will buy ghetto knockoff brand tablets. I'll buy all that shit. Like, all I want if I had a lot of money would be a big house. And maybe I don't need a big house. Maybe I just need a house that's fully paid off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really need a bunch of shit, but money does help because you feel more at peace when you're not stressing so much about not having it. Right, yeah. And it's, it's like, there's it's one thing to stress out because, like, oh, someone was kind of mean to me today. And then there's stressing out because we have to pick between... Do we uh, do we eat rock noodles tonight and pay the electric bill, or right. do we eat cheeseburgers and not pay the electric bill? Right, like I would love to be able to eat healthy, and it won't be so expensive. That's the biggest drawback to trying to be healthy is how expensive it really is. If you food prep, that's a different story, but 
bro, fucking veggies are expensive and you have to plan for a day that you eat them. You can't buy them a month in advance and shit. It's fucking expensive. Like, it's much cheaper to buy a McDouble than it is a salad. I mean, even if you make a... Huh? Yes, 100%. Right, like, even if you bought the stuff to make a salad, yes, technically it would be cheaper than buying a McDouble in the long run, but that McDouble only costs you a dollar to get. That salad's going to cost you a good three, four bucks to make on your own. Granted, you can make more salads out of it, but how long until the freshness goes out on that shit? So, like... You know, even meat, like having protein in your life, that shit's expensive too. Grocery shopping is extremely expensive. You hear people say all the time that if you don't eat out and you just eat at home, it is cheaper. Yes, it is if you're if you know what you're buying. Like the, your system that you've showed me is way smart if you're trying to save money. But even then, it's like not only is it cheaper to eat out, but it's convenient too when you're on the go. But again, these this goes back to what I'm talking about. Those are like excuses as to why as to why we're like a lot of us are stuck in the dirt and not necessarily not I won't say famous but not like you know financially stable and let's be honest there are excuses as to why you know we live in a society where you can't have a fucking house like I don't think we'll ever own a house ever unless we had like good credit <laughs> even then we'll be paying it off our kids will be paying it off but I don't know man I don't think that I don't believe that you know, they say money doesn't buy happiness. I'm like, well, I mean, you won't be happy forever, sure, but it, it will definitely take care of all your problems that could make you happy. Again, though, there's two different types of people. There's people that they want shit to make them happy, so they buy stuff. Or there's people that just want money so that they can feel good and not have to stress out about bills and shit. Like, right. you know how it is living paycheck to paycheck. A lot of us do, even those that have savings accounts and shit you're still technically living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, yeah, like I've made it publicly known on the show that we have multiple incomes coming in now, which is nice. But if you think about it, we're really not prepared for like a natural disaster. Like rich people, the reason they look so good is because they have that money to take care of themselves. Right. Why do you think, like, why do you think people in real life look ugly as hell? (laughs) Like people have fucked up teeth and like faces but that's because they don't have money for that stuff. So it's different. The, I can't go to the dentist and be like, replace the mall. I would love to do that, man. That's my goal in life now. Because here's the thing. I met some guy that I that like works where I'm at. Not for the company I work for. He works in the building. But he has fucking implants. And like I used to laugh about him because Roman Reigns has them. And they look like bars of soap. Like not even joking. Dude. They look so fake. It's like it's so hard to ignore. But his teeth look perfect. And I was like, dude, this is going to be probably the most homo thing you've ever heard in your life. You have a beautiful <laughs> fucking mouth. And he was like, oh, my. And I was like, your teeth. Yeah, he's like, they're not real, dude. And I was like, no. And he's like, no, nah, dude, these are fake. These are implants. And I was like, damn, the fuck are implants? I didn't know what those were. I always thought there was just dentures and then fucked up mouth or healthy mouth if you were rich. And he was like, no, 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 dude, uh, they're dentures. And he was like, they're expensive, though. You... Like, even with, like, he was telling me, like, you know, with health insurance, he was paying, like, eight grand a piece. And I was like, what the fuck? He was like, yeah, dude, that's with insurance. Can you imagine without? And he's like, they're really expensive. They are easier to take care of. And they're not real, so it doesn't fuck with the gums and stuff like that. You still got to take care of your mouth, though. 
It's different though. You don't brush them. It's very, very different. But I thought about it. And I was like, man, if I become rich, I'm getting some implants, dude. Just fucking take care of the whole problem, because I'm tired of having holes in teeth. It's a problem. I know people with dental insurance that have bad mouths, dude. Like it's expensive. Let's be let's be let's be honest. Um, going to the dentist sucks balls. Yeah, like dude. Living with real teeth really sucks. It's not fun at all. Because I've met people that, like, they had no choice and they had to get implants because, like, their mouth got fucked up in a car accident or something. And they hate it, but I'm like, dude, I would kill for that. I fucking hate having real teeth so much. There's nothing worse in this world. I don't care what anyone says, dude. I've had plenty of pain. I've had fracture pain. I've had fucking strep throat. I've had back pain. I've had all types of pain you can think of. The worst pain in the fucking world that will make me cry like a damn baby is tooth pain. Tooth pain is awful, man. Abscess tooth, you name it. Tooth pain is the fucking worst. When I had that um that surgery, remember I was telling you about that? Like I was out of work for like almost two weeks. They fucked up and they left right. the fucking the, yeah, they left the drill in my mouth and shit. And they're like, you should be fine. My face like swelled up the size of a fucking melon and Oh my god, when they took it out and they pulled the tooth like I asked them to do the first time, it was like ten times worse when I got out. And I was like, Chanel, I think I need to go back. And I'm sitting there crying, holding my face. Well, I called the hotline number and they're like, well, here's the thing. That tooth that was moved is a molar. So your other teeth are moving now. Your your teeth are going to realign, basically, because there's nothing there now. They have to move in place. So the pain you're going to feel is like excruciating. It's going to be 10 times worse than what you had until you heal. And I was like, oh, okay. But it went away within like a night. But yeah, dude, fucking tooth pain, terrible. If I had money, I would have implants. That's why I'm saying we got to work on our dream. <laughs> like if you want a better looking ass, get off your ass and follow your dream is what I'm saying. But yeah, we have excuses in life. I'm lying. I've got plenty of them. But Fuck. Uh, what was I saying I wanted to talk about? Oh, you know what? I wanted to talk about Bret Hart a little bit, but I actually didn't do a lot of research, and I, I still know a lot about him, but do you know anything about Bret Hart? Because I know you're not a big wrestler guy, but... I mean, of... I know not a lot. Okay, let's save that for another episode. Let's forget I said anything, because I don't want to, like, sit here and be like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. You know what we could talk about the uh, Roe versus Wade. Um, this is going to be a little hard though for people that don't know this. When we record these things, it's usually like behind on the times or before the next big thing. We've missed a lot for various reasons. Austin's got a excruciatingly busy schedule. I've had a fucked up schedule for the last month or so. I've been sick. Me and Austin are both going through some financial crisis right now. But uh, because we didn't have time and we finally recorded an episode, it was like, it was heat. I thought it was going to be a good episode. Come to find out, we were only recording for 10 minutes. So if we don't sound as excited about this topic as we should be, it's because we already discussed it. (laughs) We already talked this out, like a genuine conversation. None of it was recorded. I'm still really upset about that, dude. That would have been a great episode. But for those of you that don't know what Roe versus Wade is, 
Uh, you know what? I'm I'm not savvy with definitions. Austin, do you mind just a quick summary of what Roe what Roe versus Wade is? Because a lot of people don't actually know what it is. So Roe v. Wade was a Supreme Court decision that um, ruled that women have a constitutional right to have an abortion. Now it's arguably and. Most people believe this, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg believed this, and this is one of the worst of Supreme Court rulings in the history of the Supreme Court. No and doubt. It's not, it's not worse than like Brown versus Board. It's not worse than like, um, for instance, like Plessy versus Ferguson or, yeah. you know, but it's, it's extremely bad. It's probably top five for sure, but um right now it looks like we have that there are enough votes on the current supreme court to overturn roe versus wade which also repeals a repeals a ruling in planned parenthood versus casey that ruled that states could not create a quote undue burden on abortion right. Which is the most, which is one of the other most horrible, stupid um, rulings. What does an undue burden look like? It's completely subjective and it leads to a bunch of problems. But it looks like they're both going to get overturned. It looks like we have the votes to overturn both of them. Um, and by doing that, by overturning both of them, it means that every state is going to be able to create their own state laws to make that involve abortion so whether it's the uh, whether it's new york making abortions legal up until birth which is innately evil or um oklahoma making abortions practically and completely illegal yes i think there's i think there are six u.s states right now that have something called trigger laws which means the second set the it's the law has been passed and it will go into effect the second something happens. And so a bunch of these laws are trigger laws based on which Roe v. Wade is repealed. It triggers something that immediately forces the immediately forces the um, all abortions to be illegal in that state. So there's quite a few states like that. Well, as people people don't understand, a what Roe versus Wade is. That's why I had to do like a quick little summary because a lot of people I've talked to about this scenario that's going on don't even know what the fuck it is or why it happened. And secondly, it was just a draft that was leaked. It wasn't like for sure, but it sounds like it's going to be a for sure thing. Like it's again, there's not like a a definitive answer, but it looks like this is what's going to happen. Now, for those of you freaking out, you got to remember, just it like is, Austin said, it's it going to make it to where the state decides. It's 13 states have trigger laws that will make abortion legal. Yeah. So, I mean, if this gets passed, or, I mean, overturned, it's not like it's the end of the world. Yes, you probably can't murder babies in Oklahoma, so you're going to have to go to, like, California. I don't even know what Oklahoma's laws are. I just know, like, Texas... <laughs> Forget it. But that's a good thing to me because <clears throat> if we're going to talk about opinion, 
Man, I was on fire the other night, so I got to try to get this momentum back. Here's what I'm going to say about it. There is no way in this world that you can possibly convince me otherwise. To me, abortion is murder. You're killing a baby. That's all there is to it. And I don't agree with the whole my body, my choice thing because I'm like, that's so contradictory. It just contradicts the fact that you're sharing your body with someone else. It's not your body anymore. And I'm a traditional guy. I learned this after having kids, man, that, and I wasn't like this in my early days, you know, like when I was a dumbass. But once I became a parent and I became responsible, I realized that if you're ready to have sex, you're ready to be a parent. That's just how it is. But we, but we live in a, well, we live in a fucking time where you, uh, they try to like, and by they, I mean like, you know, the liberal left or not all of them, but a good majority of the left leftist side likes to polarize and glamorize sexual freedom, meaning it's okay to fuck and you're not a hoe and that you can kill a baby basically. So they don't, they don't see this side of the argument. Yeah, because now there's a whole thing where you can have conversations, and I can have conversations with people who don't believe the life side of conception. But the issue, the biggest issue is, the biggest issue is that there are people who believe that life begins in conception, they say they just don't care, and they'd rather just murder the children. And frankly, those people deserve to die. They're horrible, evil people. No, seriously, dude. Like, I don't like that. People get praised for having abortions. I don't think that's a normal thing. That's really disgusting, if you ask me. It's gross. And even as a Christian, I'm not coming from a place of religion, even though I could be. You know, I got, I really could be that type of person that's like, it's a sin. But, like, yeah, I do believe it's a sin. That's the Christian in me talking. But non-Christian is saying that you, it's not a cell. It's a person. It's a baby that doesn't get to make the choice of whether they're going to be in this world or not because of you. And I don't think it's right that you take that away because what if you could have made a beautiful person? I mean, I understand that people who don't have kids can't see this argument, but I do. And I look at them and I'm like, man, these fucking children are beautiful. Like, how could you rob somebody because you're selfish? Right. And again, people are going to get so mad here on this, but it's the truth, man. Like, how could you take somebody's life from them? And I feel for the guys because a lot of like the media and what's, you know, people that are against it now are all making it about how it's supposedly about conservative white men wanting to take women's rights from them. It's not a woman's right. It is not your right to kill a baby. And it's not about your right at all. It's about the simple fact that it's murder. And here's the thing to me, it's more of a privilege that a woman can do that because a man has no say in it. Whether he's ready to have that baby or not, whether that couple is ready to have a baby or not, that man, boy, whatever, does not get to do anything legally. He has to sit there and deal with the fact that he may not have a child. That is a privilege a woman has. It's not a right, and that's fucked up. I don't think that's right at all. Now, am I okay with abortion in the sense that, like, a young girl gets raped and... She is no in no way, shape, or form ready to handle a baby. I can see that argument, but there's ways around that, too. There's adoption. That same side of the room is always talking about how there's so many babies out there that aren't being adopted. Well, and fucking start adopting. Like, there's 
plenty of ways to do it. Is it a shitty system that needs to be fixed? Yes, absolutely. But again, if it was a horrible situation such as that, yes, I do believe you should give birth. Yes, I believe you should give up that baby if you know that you're not responsible. I'll have more respect for you as a person if you give up your rights as a parent because you know that you can't provide for that child at a young age or in the stage of your life. Like, you know what? I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to give out exact dates or times, but someone close to me once gave up their kids. This has nothing to do with abortion, by the way. This is just kind of getting to my point about responsibility. Someone I knew, well, someone I knew gave up their children, right? And like I used to hold so much grudge or, uh, you know, hatreds towards them. But as I've gotten older, I realized, you know, that was probably the most noble thing that person can do because they realized that those kids were better off without them. But I was the first to be like, you are such a shitty person. You could have done all that you could have. But there are people in this world that will recognize they are in no way, shape, form. If they have no ability to take care of a child. But what I'm saying is, even with the abortion thing, I would have more respect for you as a person if you gave birth and you gave that baby up because you knew that you couldn't do it or you didn't have what it took. Maybe it's an early thing for you. Maybe you might want a kid one day. But wouldn't you feel more relieved to know that you did something without taking the life of a child, you gave them a better life with somebody else, in comparison to going through with an abortion and then being depressed? Because let's look at the stats there. Statistically speaking, a lot of women that go through abortion are not okay mentally afterwards. It's a horrible thing to have to go through. Right, exactly. But at the same time, you get people with that argument, like, why should they be forced to have the baby? That's not fair to them. I'm like, well, they shouldn't have opened their legs. The only time I feel sorry for them is if they were forced. And if there's evidence proving that they were forced against their will to basically be impregnated, not like intentionally. I'm pretty sure no person goes, I can't wait to give you a baby. It's more they're sick fucking individuals that do the most god-awful thing in the world, and that's force themselves on somebody in that case, I believe you really should be castrated. You should be fucking hung by the neck. But that being said, those people that put a young woman or any of any age in that position, I feel sorry for that woman for sure. Yeah, but absolutely. There, but abortion, like, come on, that, that can't be the only way out. Not only is it lazy, it's just awful. It's an evil thing to do. I never understood how people could like get behind that mindset. And I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut when people go, you're not a woman. If you are not a woman, you have no say in this. Like, no, that's bullshit. And that's sexist. And you know what? Since men can suddenly have babies. Yes, I do have a say in this. So until you guys figure that shit out, I do have a say in this because that shit is what's crazy to me. Men can have babies now. Then guess what, bitch? I do get a say in it. (laughs) <laughs> mm. that reminds me of that dave chappelle skit the joke where again it's just a joke so he probably didn't mean it but it really hits home when he was like my money my choice if you can kill a little bastard i should at least have the right to abandon him and you know what i agree i don't like deadbeat parents dude i think they're terrible people i could never understand not wanting to be there for your kid again i'll have respect for you if you can admit that you were not a good person and you couldn't be a parent because you couldn't even take care of yourself or whatever the excuse is. I'll have a little more respect for you then. But just walking away from your kid, 
like just abandoning them fully with the other parent or like throwing them in a dumpster or something like dude shitty person but if a woman has a right to kill that child i think it's only fair that men have a right to walk away not have to pay child support and shit sounds fair to me but that's why i like this you know this overturn because let the states decide i've always been a fan of states should have more power in my opinion the state does a better job governing than the fucking federal government does. Yeah. I'd rather the Yeah, I'd rather the fucking states do it, man. I don't trust the federal government. They blow. Why should we all have to suffer for one or a few people's shitty mistakes? And you know what? While we're on the topic, I get so annoyed hearing the whole all this means is there's not gonna be any safe abortions. Like <laughs> do you hear how stupid you sound? Like there's no such no. thing as a safe abortion. No you mean like a safe murder? <laughs> yeah, yes, as I say, it's like there's no safe shooting somebody with a shotgun. Yeah, there's just, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, see, like, I don't... Need, what we need to do here is we need to make it safe to stab a baby in the head, face, suck their chopped up body parts through a vacuum cleaner, and dump <clears throat> them safe. down a sink. Kill him. Well, well, I don't care. Well, so I got an email. I, got a, I just got an email I pulled up to look at. This um, Je- um, George P. Bush is ready for Attorney General of Texas. He got an endorsement today from someone. <sighs> Texas is oh, willing to stand up and put our values for faith, family, and freedom first. Our values are at stake. I have no doubt that George Bush will be the leader our state needs. Just take a guess. Who endorsed George Bush today? I'm going to say... Damn, I don't know. You got me there. Who? Hint. He is a pro wrestler. Is it fucking Jesse Ventura? Nope. Oh, Kane. Nope. It's, it's Glenn, Glenn Jacob, isn't it? Oh, um, The Rock? He is an active wrestler. Hmm. With the well, three tables. Are we talking about fucking Sting? Sting and Darth Jeb George. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of those classic, like legendary wrestlers, are Republican. It'll shock you to know that, but they are. They like, um, un- that pulled up. Well, that pulled up my list. Like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> well, like Undertaker's. I wouldn't say he's hardcore Republican, but. Have you seen him in his most recent interviews? Bro, he's got the thin blue line shirt. He's got the Texas and proud hat. Like, that dude's Republican. But, and he's even said, like, oh, I love the great state of Texas. And, you know, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's like, no, it's great here, man. We're welcoming to everybody. But there's an old saying here. It's, you came here for a reason, so leave your shit at the door. And Rogan's like, well, it's not that. It's just that the state's. They did terrible because of the vote, you know, votes that were passed. And Undertaker's like, yeah, but who voted for those? You know what I mean? He made a point. Yeah. He's like, you keep that shit out there. You came here to get away from something. And I'm like, oh, dude, he's definitely Republican. Kane, uh, Glenn Jacobs, he's the mayor of Knoxville County or some shit like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's Republican, too. And, like, fucking Bret Hart, even though he's from Calgary, He's got some Republican side to him. Like, <clears throat> a lot of the older guys do. Steve Austin, we for sure know. We don't even have to ask. Because 
his character is him. That's Stone Cold is Steve Austin, like through and through. But a lot of those guys, yeah, they're fucking they're Republican. It's like he's the mayor of Knoxville. Knoxville, yeah. Yeah, dude, isn't it nuts? You see that guy and you're like, fuck Kane? That's gotta that's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. (laughs) That's Kane right there, bro. Like (laughs) twenty. Two hundred thousand people. He must be dude, he's been doing it for a while. Yo, he's been doing it for like years and years and years though, so he must be good at it because they keep voting for him. Oh, he's not the mayor, he's the county chair. Oh my god. I don't know why it's I said that. Eight hundred thousand people. It's not even a small county either. Yeah, dude, he must be good at his job. He's gonna walk Seriously. he's gonna walk onto the um debate stage for the president's debate. Fires from the corners. I would hope so, bro. Like that would be fucking cool. I knew that Jesse Ventura, old school wrestler, used to want to be president and shit and yeah, Jesse Ventura was governor of. I'm yeah, I'm part of third party. It's so weird how a lot of them get into politics. Like The Rock uh, wants to get into politics too, and I could see him doing it for sure. Like, there's this shirt I really want to do that I was gonna like send you a link to it, but it's a uh, they use his real name. It's Dwayne Johnson and Keanu Reeves, so it says Johnson Reeves 2024. <laughs> Or something like that, 2020-something. At one point, his name was Diesel. <coughs> Unabomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Glenn Jacobs was a... When he first started in WWE, he wasn't Kane. He was Isaac Yankum. He was a evil dentist. <laughs> Bro, look this shit up. It'll creep you out. You'll be like, what the... He had, like, fucked up teeth. Isaac Yankum DDS. Yeah, dude, it was it was back when WWF was corny. Like, you think WWE is bad now? Dude, the 80s, everybody was a character. They had, like, an electrician. They had a repairman. They had a plumber. They had a dragon. Oh, my God. He's got a freaking perm. <sighs> yeah, dude, WWE was weird, man. It was like the Wild Mr. West at those times. Mr. Boss, man. That's crazy that's the same person. Isn't it like, isn't it crazy? Because here's the thing when he started and he was Yankum, it wasn't going so well, dude. It just wasn't working. They're like, there's no way this is working. We got to find something for him. Well, after the undertaker came on, they're like, okay, we got it. That's undertaker's brother. And they all thought that was like the dumbest idea ever. And look what happened. It paid off. Like it ended up becoming one of the most iconic storylines of all time. Like one of the greatest tag teams. Yeah, whoever wrote that shit was like, they were probably laughing at him. I know that for a fact because in all the documentaries I watched, they were like, that sounds so stupid. That'll never work. Like, what? And it ended up being like, yeah, the greatest thing ever. When I think of wrestling, the best storyline of all time is the Brothers of Destruction. The fucking Paul Bearer raised Undertaker when his parents died. But he left his brother that he never knew he had named Kane to rot in the fire or the funeral home. Like, it was such a over-the-top storyline. But it's one of the greatest. Like, it's just, it paid off. It worked. 
I remember Kane's first appearance, dude. Fucking, uh, it was, uh, was it King of the Ring? I think it was King of the Ring. Undertaker was in the process of beating Shawn Michaels. They're in the hell in the cell. Lights go out. Kane comes in, rips the fucking door off. The goddamn hinges comes in. Does this little fucking bam, fire everywhere. Undertaker's scared for the first time in his life. Choke slam that motherfucker. And then Michaels wins. <laughs> like, it was the craziest thing ever. Even JR and them sold it. They're like, that's gotta be Kane. Freaking out. <laughs> Nobody knows who this fucker is. But if you look at it now, it looks really cheesy. That his mask and his getup was so stupid. But back in the day, man, it was the scariest hey, thing you ever saw. At least it's not as cheesy bad as Undertaker's original costume with the purple boots. Yeah, dude. The purple boots, the fucking shredded, like, shirt where the, like, okay, so, like, the, was it the arm? Yeah, like, the sleeves were ripped, but they were shredded looking. He looked so stupid, dude. Even the shirt was all fucked up at the waistline. The purple, yellow, the purple leather gloves. Right. And, and like, you know what? Stupid mask. Oh, that? He broke his fucking, his eye socket and his nose or whatever. So he had to wear the mask. And they were like, well, if he's going to wear a mask, let's make it look cool. And they gave him that ridiculous looking mask. He looked like Phantom of the Opera if he was drunk. Yeah. It was the, weird. Uh, the, the fact they put all that, like, white paint on his face. Oh, my God. And you know what? Like, as much as I love Paul Bearer, I think we can all admit that was so stupid of a character. Oh, yeah! What is, he's powering him up with the power of the Earth. The Undertaker! <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's like, you love it now because you're like, it's a legendary character. In my opinion, though, the best, like, the best Undertaker appearance for me uh so here's the thing. I never really liked the badass outlaw Undertaker where he came in on the motorcycle. It was cool because he had more freedom to talk shit. But my favorite Undertaker like clothing or generation, I should say, was the late 90s. Uh, the, what the fuck was that? Ministry of Darkness Undertaker where he had all these ridiculous tattoos all over him. He looked like he came out of Hot Topic. That's my favorite Undertaker. No, I think American Badass is so cool. And my favorite's like early 2000s. Well, that was cool, yeah. When he had... With the big black trench coat. And the yeah, the all black. Yeah. Hat. Awesome. Well, that hat always looked like something out of Jeepers Creepers. It was like a cross of his old shit and new stuff. Oh, hold on one second. Hey, pause real quick. I'll be right back. I gotta go check something. No, you're fine. Um, actually, we probably should cut it short just because I gotta get my ass to sleepy sleep. Okay. That's fine with you. Go ahead and cut out early. I'll, I'll close it. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Later, brother. So, <clears throat> uh, I don't know where we were going with that other than The Undertaker's fuck. What's up, gang? Um, unfortunately, that is where our episode concludes i was gonna try to close it out but then austin logged us out of the fucking whole thing so i couldn't finish the recording um basically i just wanted to close it out by saying i had no idea where we were going with that got caught off guard talking about republicans and wrestlers being republicans and politics and shit and then talking about the greatest wrestler of all time the undertaker well austin's not here so i'm gonna say it i love the undertaker he's 100 percent 
of God. But there's no shame in me admitting that AJ Styles is the greatest wrestler, hands down, without a doubt, the best wrestler ever. If you don't know who that is, look this motherfucker up. Otherwise, if you guys loved what you heard here and you would love to check out even more because you're like a podcast whore, you can find out about our backlog. I don't know why. I'm not about to restart what I was saying because that was the dumbest thing ever. What I was trying to say is if you guys are like me, right, and you listen to hours upon hours of podcasts and you just can't get enough, well, we have a whole backlog. Matter of fact, I think we have like two years worth of episodes. So if you loved what you heard here and you'd like to hear more, you can check all of that awesome shit out at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, if you love what you heard here and you'd love to hear more, find us at the home base, baby. Our whole backlog is there. That is thegreatgirthpodcast.com. I am one half of your favorite fat duo, Mr. Tony, here. Um, shit, this is kind of a bonus episode, so you will not see us on Friday. But you will see us on Monday. So otherwise, stay tuned. Again, check out all them other episodes. Got to show them some love. Show the fat boy some love. Thanks, guys, for listening. I am Audi.